welcome to today's Fast Track episode of The Growth Zone. My name is Christian Bartsch and these episodes provide you with a focused mind-feeding topic. You can use it to have some new ideas to guide you through the day. Let's get started on today's topic. So in today's episode, we are going to look at how to generate leads while recruiting to fill vacancies in your business. So let's imagine your company is growing and you need more staff. You are looking towards hiring people. So a CRM system can actually help you there as well. And not only just by helping you keep things organized, but it gets you to go and expand your reach. So what do we usually do when we recruit? We maybe place, uh, place an ad, we post um, information on uh, social media and so on. We might even, because it's so niche niche, we might even place a advertising on social media, let's say Facebook, LinkedIn and so on. And we have maybe even a funnel. Let's say we use ClickFunnels or any other kind of tool. Or a, we send them to a landing page, a website area on our website where we maybe showcase the vacancy, what kind of things have to be done, what we expect, what we need, and so on. And how it is to be working for us, as an example. So... What are we actually doing? We're doing the similar thing that we would be doing if we want to get clients to come and buy our stuff. So we're attracting potential leads who might become clients. In the scenario of recruiting, we we are attracting leads and are people who are potentially going to become our employees. But on the other hand, we can generate as well a different kind of lead. So let's say you get somebody who... um, goes and sends you their CV. And you suddenly notice, wait a minute, they're working for XYZ company. Hmm, what's that? You go on Google and you think, ooh, awesome company. That would be awesome to have that as a client. And you think, hmm. Well, the thing, of course, maybe this this person who you're hiring is coming from a different area in the business that doesn't actually going to help you to go and, let's say, get contact with the CEO or with the purchasing department. So because he's maybe from accounting or maybe he's coming from uh, warehouse management, other kind of areas, or even IT or anything where you think, well, I want to sell them my, let's say, my printing machine or I want to sell them my trucks. Well, the, the guy in IT hasn't got any real contact with the guy who buys the trucks, the guy who manages uh, the whole facility and all different things, or the CEO and so on. So you have to think, how can I do that? How can I use that as an opportunity? So let's say this person, you really want to hire them because he's a perfect match for, for your vacancy and you're generally going to hire them. So you eventually half the person working for you and yes you've converted the lead into an employee and maybe this employee is able to give you as well some insight how that organization works which is an interesting thing because you discuss hey it's interesting i saw that you work for this this company and 
how do they actually go about the business? How, how do they buy stuff? Um, do they have long negotiations? Do they tender us other kind of things? And yeah, and, and, and then maybe you find out that this and that person maybe is someone he knows very well, but he's not necessarily a decision maker or a sponsor. But you can use that eventually, that information, to go and build rapport with that person and eventually get them to open you the door to the person who is actually the decision maker, the person who you then maybe can offer your trucks, let's say. And he says, awesome. So you've got electric trucks. We always wanted to have electric cars and trucks, but we didn't know where and which are the reliable. There's so much stuff that we hear and see on online and Twitter and all this stuff and this company. And then there's this company saying bad things about the other company. And then you don't really know what to buy because yes, maybe it works for a month and then the thing breaks down and oh, you're stuck in a contract, especially if you're doing leasing or that kind of stuff. You don't want that hassle. Especially as CEO, you don't want to have like the stupid decision that you have to explain to the investors. Well, we spent $1 billion on trucks and they're stuck on the premises. They don't work. They're all broken down. And I think, what an idiot. How can he buy trucks that are garbage? He should have informed himself. At least arranged maybe to have some kind of test time or return opportunity, return option. Um, so, of course, that's a way to actually go and build rapport with your new employee, get them to feel well, and at the same time, maybe this person can even provide you helpful information. Don't count always on them being able or being willing to provide you certain information because certain information you shouldn't ask anyway because that's insider information and you might make the other person feel uncomfortable. And it's absolutely, absolutely right to do or not to do because you yourself as well don't want to have a certain uncomfortable situation once you eventually are maybe sitting uh, with that target audience that target uh, buyer when he suddenly asks you and how do you actually know that's this and that oh john told me about this and that and how you buy and how you do things oh he told you that's nice of him hmm. maybe i won't do business with you because you maybe exceeded the acceptable things to do, because of course the bigger the company, the more the other compliance, compliance rules and other kind of things and so on. So you of course have to be a bit sensible about the things. What you say, what you ask and what you answer and how you answer. If that kind of question arises, or you can say, oh well, I heard from many people that you, you have emphasis on good quality products, reliability and these things. And, and well, when I look at your own products, it's what you do yourself. If you want to have reliable products and it's, you promote that your products are reliable, high quality, good money for value and so on and so on, then obviously you buy yourself as well off that thing. And it says, hmm, you're smart, smart guy. Ah, I'll buy not 10 trucks, I'll buy 20 trucks. That's good. Yeah. That's the right way. That's the right attitude. I like that. Boom. And you've got the deal. But, of course, if you notice, I'm discussing here a scenario where we might have used an opportunity in a double sense. So we had to recruit somebody because we need somebody to do work for us and we had a vacancy. And on the other hand, I have an opportunity to generate information about a potential lead that I didn't know before. So, I have two leads. One 
is the one who I hire, another one is the person who I have an opportunity, maybe, to get them to buy my products and services. At the same time, I have to do it in a smart way. I don't want to shoot myself in the foot with some stupid um, information and uh, other kind of comment on that. So you have to be smart in what you're doing. Think what's important to your lead. Look at the websites, read the news press releases and other things. Get information, get a good, good feeling. Even watch the ads and just get an impression what is what they're trying to convey. What is their self-image? And then use that to your advantage in order to close them. Because you're going to close them on their own same terms and on their own same arguments why somebody else should buy the products. Because they're thinking that's what they believe the clients should be looking towards. Because they are looking towards. So push them in that direction and get them eventually to sign and, of course, not only just order the products, but as well to pay for the products. That's the key thing. That's something that's often neglected in sales and marketing. We have to not only just get somebody to sign, we have to get them to pay. And if it's a recurring service or something that you have to maybe renew every year or two years, to renew again, pay again, and continue working with us. Not just a one-time sale. A one-time sale is not really interesting. You have to build rapport. You have to build a relationship. And that's where you can use as well, even an opportunity like filling up vacancies in your business. I hope you enjoyed the fast track edition of today. I would like to invite you to follow our show so that you don't miss the upcoming interviews with leaders in the market. Simply visit the website follow dot pr media reach dot com i will be adding the link also to the description of this episode so that you just need to click on that link the link is follow dot pr media reach dot com follow dot pr media reach.com you can follow me also on twitter by using the twitter handle cap barge so it's spelled c a p b a r t s c h or for those who are into sailing and uh, flying charlie alpha papa bravo alpha Romeo Tango Sierra Charlie Hotel. Yes, that's C-A-P Barge. See you soon or hear you soon in the next episode. And please share as well this episode if you've enjoyed it and would like to let others have the opportunity to use it as well to get new ideas and insights. Mm-hmm.